Hey everyone, happy Tuesday. This is coming out right after the 4th of July, so I hope everybody had an awesome weekend. Jim and I were fortunate enough to spend some time up in the North Woods, so we were in northern Wisconsin and then went over to the Upper Peninsula of Michigan to spend some time with family. So it was an awesome weekend. We loved every second of it. It has been um, a bit of a revolving door at our house. We just got back from our honeymoon and then we went up north um, for the 4th of July right away. So excited for this next week to um, slow down a little bit and enjoy some time at home. Jim sat down with me to record a recap of our honeymoon in Alaska. Um, We had traveled there in 2019 and got engaged there um, and then decided to return back there for our honeymoon, which we kind of dive into in the episode. So hope you guys enjoy. There's also some really exciting things coming with the podcast. We are rebranding in a few weeks, so you'll see some announcements about that. But um, it's super helpful when we're looking for guests. Um, If you either follow on Spotify, if you're listening there, or subscribe on Apple Podcasts. And if you have a little bit of time, Um, reviews are really, really helpful. So I appreciate you guys tuning in and hope you enjoy the episode. Thanks. I'm going to laugh. Why? What happened? Okay, so we are doing this episode on our honeymoon, we're chatting about our trip to Alaska. But before we get into that, we need to do like a a pop culture like media update. This will be old news by the time this comes out on Monday. But you and I were just talking about Barstool, like pulling another badass move. Yeah, Dave Portnoy just starts signing athletes. Yeah, well, the NCAA opened it up. What it, is it like an NIL like interim law or something? Well, I mean, the Supreme Court ruled in favor of college athletes yeah. so that they can receive monetary compensation for their... Name, image, and likeness. Yeah. 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 Something that, you know, was like, long overdue to be addressed. Yeah. But this is what I think is cool about it. So, like, in pure barstool fashion, Dave Portnoy doesn't even, like, think twice about it. He announces something. He just, like, goes with his gut. He rolls with it. And it will develop into something, like, over time. Like, I think that is such a competitive advantage, like, in the media industry. Like, you don't have time to plan out these, like, I don't know, like, well-thought-out plans and then take the time to execute them. Like, you just have to do it. You just have to, like, jump into it. Yeah, I think it all started because a, a girl tweeted at him. Yeah, like DM'd him like... Yeah, hey, are, is Barstool signing any women athletes or do you have any or something yeah. like that? Yeah. And then he's like, We no, do now. But we do now. But anyways, cool cool to see them doing that. Cool to see the NCAA ruling in favor of athletes. And then speaking of athletes, you the were Supreme just... The Supreme Court ruled in. The NCAA was... Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> yeah, the NCAA is a bunch of crooks yeah Don't actually i wonder for anything i wonder if the um ncaa has beef with barstool 
Because they, Barstool, like, put on that um, women's golf tournament because the NCAA canceled theirs. And it's like, and then this comes out. They're doing their job better than they are. Yeah, very true. Like, the NCAA has fallen flat on their faces with women's sports this year. Yeah. It's been pretty brutal for them. All right. Are we going to chat about the Alaska trip? Kind of hash out how it went? Sure. Okay. The monsoon we traveled to? Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's first explain. I feel like some people will be like, why did you pick Alaska? Like, you had already been to Alaska. So do you want to explain kind of how we landed on that decision? Um, I think we just decided we didn't want to risk going, like, out of country. Yeah. And, like, in country, that's probably the coolest place you can go. <laughs> Out country and in country. Well, you know, it was COVID times when we were deciding what we were going to do for our honeymoon. And yeah. Nobody knew when that was going to end. So, I don't know. I thought we made a safe bet. Definitely, like, I don't know. Part of me was a little concerned going in that we were, like, doing the same trip over. But it didn't really feel like it to me. No, I definitely agree. I think, like... We did things differently this trip than what we did last trip. And also, I think like part of our decision too was we wanted to do something active and we wanted to be able to go in the summer. So it's like, yeah, you normally don't go to like hot locations in the summer. So we wanted to go somewhere like comfortable temperature wise where we could still get outside and like actively go hiking or do something outdoors. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I'm I'm happy with our decision. I thought yeah, awesome I am too. Trip. And also like you and I have talked about like we had some trips that we wanted to do internationally but just didn't feel comfortable booking that like cuz we planned this what December of 2020. Yeah. I mean, most of Europe was still right. locked down. Like you couldn't even travel there. So yeah. it's like so Why I would feel, you risk buying a ticket? Yeah. yeah, and you and I talked about like maybe doing um, some of those travels in 2022. Yeah, so. I mean, we got, got time. Yeah, we got time. Um, okay, cool. So we decided on Alaska. Um, we did things a little differently. So when we went in 2019, that's when we went there um, and got engaged, We wanted to spend some time north of Anchorage um, in Denali National Park and like really enjoyed that, but it's just a lot of driving. So I would say like, would you agree the goal of this trip was kind of like avoid all the driving and try to just kind of stay put where we could? Yeah, I think our itinerary was a little looser. Yeah. You know, and we kind of knew the lay of the land, I guess you could say. We kind of knew what was going to be going on. Last yeah. time we were going in totally blind. It was We had like, an idea of like some of the things we wanted to do, but we were we felt comfortable liquefying our itinerary and like being able to move it around and adjust with the weather. Yeah. Also, I think like it at least gave me kind of like peace of mind being comfortable with the area. Like Yeah. 
I don't know. I like you know. I get stressed out easily, like over plans when it comes to travel. Like just a simple fact of knowing where all the gas stations are on your route. Right, like, right. Or like we, like that. we knew how to navigate like the schedule for the tunnel to get to yeah. Whittier and things like that. So it was like all these logistical plans that you usually have to like figure out prior to a trip. We had already experienced when we went there the first time. So. Yeah. Um, but I guess to take a step back, so we um, flew out of Chicago. Yep. Also, I have to give a shout out. So we got like we decided to travel like um, a Tuesday to a Wednesday, which seems like such strange dates to travel. Right. Um, but our friend Katrina like forwarded us this deal that Alaska Airlines had. So we like scored a sweet deal on our flights. We did. And we got to still travel within, like, a normal tourist season for Alaska. Right. So we, anyways, we traveled um, a direct flight Chicago to Anchorage. I actually forget what we did the first day. We got our rental car. We kind of just hung out. Like Kind of bummed around. We went down to Ship Creek, checked out the... The, so the, the fish action was of the day. Explain and explain Ship Creek. It's right in the middle of Anchorage, but explain, well, it's, like... Well, it's, it's, it's kind of like... It separates like the port, yeah, like all that industrial stuff from like downtown Anchorage. Like you cross that bridge or the the railroad tracks, I guess, mm-hmm. and then you know across Ship Creek, and then you're like in the industrial type yeah. zone, and then even further north is the military base and all that. But, but then there's this a... like little creek. It's this like hidden gem, and. There's just a ton of people down there fishing, and it's a cool atmosphere. And the salmon run in it. Right, yeah, the salmon run in it. Mm-hmm. So like, It's one of the best salmon fisheries in the world. It really is. For king salmon, it's one of the best places to catch a king salmon in the world. Really? Yep. Hmm. Very cool. Well, right now there were some king there. I know like last time when we were there in August, it was insane. Like you just saw the creek like full of silver salmon yeah like they were all yeah traveling up um to die which sounds so morbid trips yeah um okay so kind of did that our first um stop was we drove south to Whittier so Whittier is like a very small town about an hour and a half south of Anchorage Mm mm-hmm and there's a tunnel that you pass through um, to get into the town. So you kind of have to time it out because um, it's like one-way traffic. You have to like time it. So yeah, It's like a 30-minute window you've got to try and hit. And yeah, yeah. But explain. So you had met a local and they kind of explained like why they built the tunnel like for military purposes. So explain that story. Right, yeah. So it's kind of cool. The first time I had no idea the history of Whittier and it seemed odd to me at like you know experiencing it for the first time is like why they build the war- the North America's largest tunnel or longest tunnel or whatever it's considered it goes straight through a mountain it's like two and a half miles long yeah like why would they build that for a small fishing village like it didn't make sense now it all adds up because like during World War Two when Japan was messing around with those Alaskan islands there. They used it as a military base because the U.S. did because the the way it's laid out is it's like this little inlet of Prince William Sound and surrounded by mountains and these mountains always trapped weather like 
we experienced. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Rained seven out of the eight days, nonstop, 24 seven, like this, all seven days. It never stopped raining in Whittier. Mm-hmm. So that, that's like perfect cover for like, for instance, we could have drove a, you know, like an aircraft carrier in there and Japan wouldn't be able to see or know that it's there. Yeah. So it's like a, like a strategic thing. But now it's used primarily for tourism. Right. So it's because like... eventually like the base was abandoned, like it worked out where, you know, they moved up more yeah. towards north of Anchorage. And... But it's the cutest like little port oh, gosh, town. Yeah. It had like, it's definitely a tourist place like they have uh, like day cruises for prince william sound they have fishing charters out of there you can go see kayaking but jim and i love it because it's just like it's really small and has like such a nice local feel there are like a few cute little like cafe cafes and restaurants and i think like the local population is like what 250 yeah yeah it's like a very I... small town yeah so it's primarily used for like four day trips but there's one hotel there one small hotel we stayed there back in 2019 and we stayed there again and it's just like one of our favorite spots yeah the big bummer about Whittier I actually the whole trip in general so Jim and I like a couple days before leaving we noticed like forecast was so bad like yeah it was not favorable it was gonna be raining the whole time and like Jim mentioned like Whittier um is kind of like surrounded by mountains so the weather is just like not it great. just stays in there you know it just sits there and yeah recirculates so we unfortunately like got rained on the entire time in Whittier at the beginning of the week and we kind of just embraced it like we still went outside we like oh, literally yeah. stood in the rain and just like yeah just we like walking around too we just decided okay well we might as well peek and see what we can see in the water and we realized yeah. we couldn't see anything through the rain and from a Whittier, like we had decided, okay, like rain is not letting up. We can't Day do the, trips. Yeah. yeah, we can't do the hikes that we intended to do. So we were chatting with some locals and we were like, let's find a place that we can drive to where it's not raining. And we found like the forecast near Homer. So like even more south um, than Whittier um, was like, a 50-50 chance of rain and like Whittier was 100%. So we went down there and... Um, we never went to Homer. Well, sorry, we went on the way and stopped at um, Cooper Landing. Oh. Again, like very small town. And you went fishing on the R- Russian River. We mm-hmm. were told like, gotta go fish the Russian River, like good for salmon. Coolest like wildlife encounter we Jim is fishing and I am standing on the riverbank like I'm just chilling and a black bear comes out of the woods walks along the side of the river opposite to us kind of looks around and then just goes back into the woods just like so nonchalantly yeah and then like the locals next to me they're like I assume they were locals like bear yeah like like, just just kept fishing like matter of fact like yeah there's a bear there yeah and they just threw their line back in i like that's i guess what you're supposed to do but i don't know in the back of my mind i was like there's a bear right there. <laughs> i know like, I, I was i kept looking in the woods like what? i don't know the river was running um so quickly that it like created a lot of background noise but i was like jim jim a bear like you did not hear me no no <laughs> like that's another thing that 
Yeah, that water was moving so fast. So it was cool to see some wildlife. We like throughout the trip, we did see a good amount. I'm like jumping all over the place, but we did see like a good amount of wildlife. We saw that black bear. We saw um, two, like a couple moose. Yeah, yeah, a couple moose. And no, actually three. And we saw that grizzly bear bear in the middle of the field with uh, a cub. Yeah, I'm so we saw a sow and a cub. one black bear. We definitely saw a brown bear and cubs mm-hmm. walking through like an open flat. And then we saw we were driving along a river and we saw a moose cross the river. We saw a younger moose like grazing on the side of the road near Cooper Landing. And then we saw like a pretty mature moose yeah he was pretty old i feel like yeah and at the in seward Seward, yeah yeah and then we saw like two bald eagles like well i mean we saw a million bald eagles throughout the week but we saw like two super close up close like walked right underneath them they're looking at me and they're on a light pole yeah like not even 10 yards away just looking at me and those birds are so big in yeah. person it's nuts it's yeah it was insane so that was really cool so anyways we did cooper landing then we also had a day planned in seward alaska mm-hmm. so we did a day cruise for the kenai fjords national park um and that was really cool like again it was rainy it was cloudy but um it went through resurrection bay and it's just like this beautiful area it like cuts through a place called humpy bay Mm -hmm. um and like just really scenic and we saw speaking of wildlife we saw humpback whales yeah that was probably one of the highlights for me it was so cool i really wanted to see a whale we didn't get good pictures it's just like the photos just did not do any pictures no but there was like one standalone so fast and they go back it's like you don't know where they're gonna pop up and we saw one like standalone whale and then we saw a mother and a baby yeah so that was really neat. We also saw like a good amount of sea lions. <laughs> yeah, a lot of sea lions. We saw harbor seals Yeah. in Ship Creek yeah. when I was fishing. There's a, a harbor seal just like swam up the Steel. creek and all the... It's funny because all the locals are like booing it because they know the the animals have learned. I think sea lions do this too because the sea lion was in sewer doing it. Yeah. Um. They just chill and wait by the fishermen and wait till you get a fish on. You catch it for them and then they just come rob your line. Yeah. Because you can't reel it in faster than they can swim. <laughs> the locals just hate them. Yeah. It's comical because like, me and Mar are like, oh my gosh, look, there's a seal right there. And they're all, boo, get out of here. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Like swearing at yeah. the animal. <laughs> Um, Seward was a really cool experience because you got, again, it was rainy. It's like, we don't want to go for a hike, but whenever it was raining, we're like, Jim will fish in the rain and I will enjoy like my time just like watching or reading. I guess that worked out a little bit more in my favor than yours. Yeah. But I didn't mind. Like I, I genuinely enjoyed it and it's like, I didn't want to hike when it was raining. We really weren't going to do anything else. No. And it's like. We could have gone and drank or something, but. We didn't want to though. We're like, we're sick of eating and drinking and just sitting (laughs) inside. Like let's get out and do something. So you went fishing in Seward based on a recommendation. From a local. Yeah. Yeah. So this whole time... Time out. You, I have to mention, you were like Ranger Rick this trip. Like, Jim commonly keeps to himself, like... I was on a mission, Mara. Yeah, you literally... (laughs) It was like, 
Yeah, Jim is usually just, I don't know, like minds his own business. This trip, I was like, what got into you? He was talking to everyone, trying to just like get all the the inside scoop on everything. Fishing, anything. The history of towns. Like, yeah. Yeah. But anyways. I figure, you know, it's raining out. Might as well make some friends. Yes. I don't know. Okay, so explain fishing in, in Seward. So recommended by... Um, Anthony at the inn. Oh, wow. Anthony in, gets a shout the out. The at Whittier <laughs> told me to go snagging. All the locals, it's it's funny. All the locals say go snagging. And then all the tourists and all the tourists like guides are like, no, you should go fishing. Okay, well, but explain it's different to... because like it's different for the locals. A lot of them are like, for them, it was a sustenance. You know, it's a substance, substance right? Am I saying that right? Sustenance. Su- subsistence no subsistence no we're both butchering it sustenance no No, it's subsistence i know for a fact like 100 percent. subsistence is not subsistence substances subsistence no substance i am 100 percent sure i am correct no i actually know that google it right now please substance (sighs) (laughs) while you're googling it subsistence no. How do you spell that? Substance. S-U-B-S-T. Subsistence. The action or fact of maintaining or supporting oneself at a minimum level. Spell it. S-U-B-S-I-S-T-E-E-N-C-E. Subsistent? C-E. Damn. Okay, you win. I'm sorry. So, see, I have to defend myself so hard. So adamant, like, no, I know this is a word. You're like, no. Okay, so explain what snagging is for people that don't know. Again, I would never condone this doing, like, any other sport fishing unless it's legal and in the ocean. It is legal in Alaska. technically legal. But basically, the whole idea is to just yank a hook through the water um, as fast as you can and try and snag the fish anywhere on the body. Like, just basically hook it so it can't get away. Reel it in as fast as you can, get it on shore, and hit it over the head with a rock, and call it good. And it worked. <laughs> and in 20 minutes, I caught two salmon, nice big salmon, both pinks. In 20 minutes, I got that. Of the, I don't know how many countless hours, I tried fishing in the river. Yeah. Like, with zero luck. Even when I can see them right in front of me, I can't get one to bite. So. But you got two salmon. I got two salmon. You in Seward, Alaska. We in Seward. Cleaned them in Seward. We yep. um, went to a fish processing, like a little local shop. They froze it and held the fish for us and then shipped it. And we literally just got it today. And it looks amazing. Yes, I like it does. cannot wait to have it. It's so, so red. Like it looks so fresh. Yeah, it's like no comparison to the stuff in the store. I know. It's crazy. So I'm excited to try that. Seward was really cool. So we did the day cruise. We did fishing in Seward. Um, and then we went back and spent time um, in Girdwood. Girdwood was probably my favorite spot this trip. By far. So let's go through the hikes that we did there. The first one that we did was Winter Creek Gorge. And that's a trail that's right. That's a real winner. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Dad joke. Winter Creek Gorge is right behind... Alyeska Ski Resort. And I thought that one was pretty cool. Like it kind of it's a well-maintained trail yeah, and it starts off kind of lame, I'll be honest. Like 
you're just kind of walking through a somewhat seems like groomed forest like yeah somehow maintained i guess i don't know but it's like three and a half miles in and and it's just an out and back so you do three in three out and like halfway maybe more than halfway through but but all of a sudden you can just hear this like fast running water and you're like okay what's coming up beautiful crystal blue waterfalls and truly like photos just don't do it justice because it like yeah it doesn't capture it but it was so beautiful like the water i cannot even explain how crystal blue it was it was just like a pure turquoise color yes straight glacial snow melt it was beautiful it was um like a nice cool day so it was like a good temperature for hiking it was like a it was sprinkling but was like a good break from like heavier rain and was awesome so we did that hike we also did virgin creek falls and that was like that's a very i mean i don't even know if i would call it a hike it was like what a walk a short walk yeah like a mile and a half but real again like really cool waterfalls yeah very scenic that was probably one of the cooler waterfalls we saw yeah it was just like sprawling and how it was just kind of just tucked in this little corner in the woods and it just kept going like yeah like it like it was constant falls all the way up like a couple hundred yards and that's the cool thing about alaska too it's like I mean, if they wanted to, you could make a trail, a hiking trail anywhere. Like there yeah. are waterfalls constantly coming off of like the mountain face. It's just like. Well, and they kind of do like on our, like we could have spent the entire trip just doing all the trails off the roads that going to the places oh, that we were going to. Yeah, by far. Yeah. Like there's so many trails. We just like try and pick some of like the best rate or what well, you do. Try to pick some like the like highly rated ones. Yeah. Like, try and sift through the hundreds of trails yeah i use if anybody um like is doing trips i always use all trails like they have good um like hiker testimonies on like what their thoughts were on the hikes but yeah so we did virgin creek falls like very cool girdwood is such a fun town it's like a little it feels like a little ski ski village village. and i I mean it's kind of what i think they're going for yeah with a ski hill right there right yeah and they've got like a fun brewery they've got like good again like just small like locally owned restaurants mm-hmm. um like some cool cafes and breakfast spots Chair coffee five. shops we ate there yeah and we stayed in an airbnb cabin like hosted by the nicest people ever oh what was the the Spoonline bistro oh hidden gem okay not like i feel like they don't advertise enough or something like it was like empty when we went in there the best probably the best food we had all trip yeah it was like kind of like fine dining yeah but like breakfast style yeah also like last episode you and i did together i was complaining about hollandaise sauce they had a good hollandaise sauce um but anyway so good like girdwood is awesome it's a cute little town it's only i forget maybe like 40 minutes south of anchorage so it's it goes like when you're looking at a map it's like anchorage and then you go south a bit and it's girdwood and you go a little further south and it's whittier right so they're all kind of in a row so we were working off the seward highway yeah yeah yep so we um we're kind of working our way back this is then like towards the end of the trip but our final day final full day in girdwood you passed over crow 
Correct. I'm about to talk about that oh, right okay. now. So on our last full day in Girdwood, oh, in Girdwood, right. Jim and I did the most amazing trail that was like so challenging, so rewarding. It had everything you would want in a hike. It had like steep inclines, rock scrambles, panoramic views, waterfalls. Woods, yeah. yeah, it was. Yeah, switchback. It was just like it was everything you would want in a hike to have it be like challenging, Little but hidden shortcuts. You yeah, know, on the way back and like there was like a mine there, so there was like some historical value to the the climb as well, and you could see like unfortunately the impact that the mine had because there's yeah. like hazardous and metals. A little background on the trail too, like so Crow Pass has um. So we walked about like four and a half miles in and then hiked out. So I think yeah. we did like a total of like a nine mile hike on Crow Pass. And we spent our time like sightseeing. We took some breaks. We just like took in the views. But the entire trail, if I have read this correctly online, is a 26 mile trail. So we had stopped. You hike up to Crow um, pass and there is this spot that's kind of like this remote cabin that you can reserve to like hike out to stay there for a bit and hike back so we hiked out to that you can continue on the trail and it goes to like raven glacier and a few other spots um and what a lot of people do is make it like a two or three day trip so they actually like backpack um further and stay overnight in a tent and then return we just did like an out and back hike but that would be an extremely challenging backpacking oh my god yeah we the incline was insane and jim and i even said like we don't know if we could do it again because now we know what it's like like there was some like we were a bit naive to like what the incline was going to be so we just kept going and like enjoyed like a bit of a summit and then we would keep going and we're like oh well we don't know what's over like the next hill so let's just go check it out yeah it's like the the lure of not knowing what was next you know right and then once we got to the top we're like definitely worth it for sure yeah also we both said like probably would never do it again unless like we went further I yeah i it's like definitely my favorite hike that you and i have done yeah. together yeah we were just both spent Oh, yeah, we were dead. Also, I guess like a cool part of the hike that obviously you can't plan for. But we, again, weather wasn't great. It was a cloudy day. So we were like, as you um, grow in elevation or as you hiked up in elevation, like we were at cloud level. So we were like, at, at one point, we were like actually in the clouds and it was kind of hazy, like all around us. We really couldn't see anything. And we continued hiking and Jim and I decided like, let's just wait a little bit, see if the clouds clear. Uh, it kind of did up top, but then on our descent um, back to the parking lot, to the trailhead, there was like, I don't know. A, it started getting sunny. Yeah, like a 20 minute period and the sun came out and the clouds cleared just enough that you could see like this massive mountain range that we didn't even notice as we yeah. were hiking up. And then, like, also, you could see, like, the end goal, kind of, like, I could, I don't think you could see it, because you're a little shorter than me, but, like, I had this vantage, I could see the waterfall up there. Yeah, highly recommend, so cool. That was that, and then, so the cabin that we stayed at, too, in Girdwood was, like, I think it was called 
Alaska Hideaway. Hideaway. Um, But cool thing about that. So when we got there, um, the host told us like, oh, her dog had just recently scared away a black bear. Yeah, like 20 minutes before we got there. Yeah. And we're like, oh, cool. And then we're sleeping. And the next morning around like 9 a.m., we hear like tons of barking and like someone clapping. And so we were like, we're doing our thing we get out of the cabin um and again the woman was outside and she said that there was a bear on their front porch yeah and uh again like the dog kind of scared it off they also crazy thing but they were like i don't know enjoying some time on their uh front deck and one of them she says it was her husband but forgot to close the front door so if it wanted to, the bear could have just like gone inside their home or yeah. in their cabin, which is crazy. It's kind of creepy to think about. But anyways, Girdwood was awesome. We went back to Anchorage and on our final day, so day eight of eight, the sun finally broke through and we said, screw it. We're going to enjoy the day in Whittier. So we drove an hour and a half back south to Whittier to enjoy one of the hikes that we had previously gone on. It was the one day of sun we got and we didn't want to waste it. It was beautiful. In Anchorage. Yeah. So we got out of Dodge. We like uh, went a little off of the original plan and we hiked Portage Pass Trail. Beautiful scenery, lots of snow still on the mountain. The glacier was like insane. It was way bigger. Yeah, like I don't remember seeing it last time. Like, and I know it had to have been there, but it was just like. I don't think it was as prominent. Yeah, because all the snow was still on top of it. Yeah. So it just looked like this giant chunk of ice. Yeah. So it was a really, yeah, that was like a good way to end the trip. Yeah. Um, Yeah, it was it. It was shitty with weather. Yeah. But we had a great time. The other downfall, you can kind of hear it in Jim's voice, but like Jim was sick for the entire trip. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. It was like a sinus infection. You were a trooper though. Like you didn't let it, like you didn't prevent. My airway was never clear. It wasn't like. (laughs) It's not like you didn't want to do stuff or you felt lethargic. Yeah, I didn't feel fatigued or tired. I just felt so bad because. The only thing we planned, like we only planned active activities. Like we were hiking the whole time or fishing or like, I think the only thing where that was like sedentary was the day cruise, like on the, on the uh, ship. And I think we both needed that little break. Yeah, it was nice. Okay. So in summary, what was your favorite part of the entire trip? Well, it's, I think it's going to have to be the Crow Pass Trail. Yeah, I mean, that was my highlight. It was just so beautiful up there, and yep, yeah. So <laughs> it was, yeah. I actually would say I think like I know this is cheating a bit, but like Girdwood was my favorite. Like when we were there in 2019, we just kind of like casually like passed through Girdwood. Yeah, we didn't and, give it a second thought or it's ju- like do right. So we yeah. actually like dedicated some time to hang out there, and it was just I loved staying in a cabin. I loved all the hiking that we did there like the brewery there is so much fun i had quite a few hazy ipas i was overserved a tad <laughs> but yeah it was fun what was your like that's the peak of our trip did you have a pit 
waking up to rain the last day in Whittier. Yeah. I was like, I was like, man, is it really going to rain the entire trip? Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is going to, like, this is bummer, you know? I was like, man, I just don't think it's going to go up from here. And then I'm pretty sure that's the day we decided to go fishing. Yeah, so. I don't know if anybody else feels this way, but sometimes, like, when it's overcast and rainy, it, like, it genuinely it impacts. bums you out. Yeah, it impacts like. your mood. It just, like, makes like, you. Ugh. So I think weather was definitely, like, was my pit, but I do think I applaud us because I think that we remained, like, really positive throughout it, and you and I, I think, together, like, as a couple are good about, like, just rolling with the punches and, you know. Well, I think a lot, some of your listeners probably know a little bit too well how you function. There's no rolling with the punches with Mara it's all gonna be detailed and figured out and planned out okay well maybe this is better to say a little stressed out a couple days like can't find what to do and then I'm just like it's gonna be fine yes okay so let me rephrase that I think what we do well is like we stay positive and it was like we're We're, in freaking Alaska like we're both good at like okay yeah it might suck but we're here. We might as well make the most. We're of on it. vacation. We're not working. We're we enjoying don't have our time. To stick to this perfect itinerary. Like it's, the weather's not cooperating. So we yeah. gotta wing some stuff, and we did. Yeah, and it all worked out. Okay, last question. Favorite place that we ate on the trip? Spoonline Bistro was my favorite. Awesome. And the reason I asked, it was kind of a trick question, because we <laughs> had like not great experiences dining the entire trip like the something went wrong at every single restaurant that we ate at yeah spoon except spoon line yeah spoon line was awesome that was a great breakfast spot great so all overall good trip we overcame some not ideal circumstances but i think it was like i had such a good time it feels so good to just like get out and be active like i can't stop thinking about like other places i want to go hiking right now i'm like still in that vacation mode but great time great company we did really cool things that we didn't do last time we were there what is if you had to pick like where's our next big trip what are what is your vote Glacier. Oh, Glacier National Park. All right. When are we going? TBD. All right. We'll start planning. Thank you for doing this with me.